Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Kinetic Impressions Movie Reviews. I'm Arnie. I'm Andy. Uh, today we're going to be reviewing uh, the highly anticipated Snyder Cut of Justice League. This is, of course, a re-edit, redo of the 2016 Justice League. Uh, Drew, uh, do you remember the original Justice League? I certainly did not watch it again. Uh, I've watched it twice. Uh, I think that's all I'm going to give that movie time for. Um, I'm going to be honest. My initial reaction to that original movie was that it did feel like a Frankenstein movie put together with two filmmaker sensibilities in it. And I did like a lot of it. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't a terrible movie, I don't think. But it just didn't feel cohesive, right? And you could really feel that it was haphazardly applied together. And it was really tropey in that it, you could feel that there were things that were spliced into it just to give fan service. Um, and then watching this one, I was actually uh, surprised at how right I was in those assumptions uh, in like the little things that weren't in this one that were in the other one, more notably like the fucking the, the race between Superman and the flash at the end. Like that was totally fan service and not put into this movie at all. Uh, let me ask, uh, what, what are your thoughts on the uh, first uh, uh, Justice League movie? You know, I, I, the, very similar, man. I thought it was all like a hodgepodge. You know, it was just like I, there was really good moments, but like all those moments were – that's all they were. They were just moments in the movie that were really good and that I really liked. And then I was like, I really I really like these callbacks. But they they did not – especially looking back at it now, they do, did feel like it was two different styles from two, two different authors and like – I I now have a biased opinion where I don't like one that's being forced and I really like the you know the stuff that came natural um but that that was just because you know okay so like leading up to this we've read about it yeah <laughs> we've watched a movie we've read about it some more yeah we got excited about a, a, a like what could have been we watched the what could have been yeah and then now there's still what there's still more what could have been. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, uh, to, you know, at, even at this point, I don't even know if it's true or not, but like, you know, the, I saw some article that like, you know, justice league gray might be coming out where like Zack Snyder wanted the whole thing to be black and white. So he's like, it wouldn't let me do it. So I did it. <laughs> I was like, so, uh, yeah, justice, justice league gray might come out. <laughs> That's funny. You know what? You know what other movie did that? Mad Max Fury Road on the DVD has a black and white. I think it's called Blood and Stone or Blood and Steel or whatever, oh. something like that version of it. I, I get that. Um, I think uh, I think we should talk about the history of this as well. Like you kind of touched upon that. So this was a movie created directly in response to the fandom requesting that Zack Snyder be brought back in to finish his cut of the movie. This is completely unprecedented. Something that's never happened before. And something that I think is only possible in the era that we live in now, where there's a streaming service that Warner Media owns. Can I can yeah. I say one thing? Like, yeah. did you? I just want to. Oh, this is stupid, but did you hear that there's possibly going to be an R-rated Miss Doubtfire director? I heard the rumor. Yes, I, I coming I, out. Apparently, there's like a R-rated cut somewhere so out like, there. This is what the Snyder cut has started. Yes, yes. <laughs> you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though. 
<laughs> so you're right. It's yeah. Um, so uh, in response to the fandom trying to get this movie uh, made, Warner Media decided to why not? They wanted to amp up their HBO Max service, uh, and the only way they thought could be possible uh, by giving Zack Snyder seventy million dollars to finish his 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 vision, his movie. Um, now, context for why Zack Snyder left the film. Um, he suffered a major family tragedy. Um, his daughter committed suicide um, in the middle of the production of the original Justice League. So him, so I, I, wanted, I wanted to say that specifically to clear up any rumors about why Zack Snyder left the project. He did not leave Warner Warner Media uh, in bad terms. Uh, in fact, there's there's reports saying that Warner Media actually wanted to give him time to grieve, and they said that you could come back whenever you'd like to finish this film. But he decided that he needed to leave. His wife, Deborah Snyder, is also his producing partner. Um, so it, it, it was just very difficult for all of this project to be completed because of that. Um, and he harkens back to that in a scene in the movie where, like, uh, there's, a, there's a scene in the movie in this cut where Barry Allen and um, Bruce Wayne ride off onto a highway. And there's just, like, this billboard that says you were not alone. And it has, like, the uh, national... Uh, suicide uh organization on it um and at the end of the movie he, he there's a there's a title screen that says for autumn that's his daughter um so the the, the fact that warner media warner media did not kick Zack snyder out of this movie i just wanted to say that because i think it's appropriate to say because there of all was this. some drama though there was there was a lot of tension there was a lot of script rewrites that were being yeah. forced upon him for sure uh, and to the point where like and and it get, it got brought up and you know we don't know what's true or not but like it was brought up that Zack Snyder was already in the writing room what before this this uh, this happened because he was already he was already on the film's like payroll because he was doing little rewrites that they kept adding and stuff like that no and i think that what we were speaking to was actually kind of a, a good point because um, you know, when uh, Superman versus Va Batman came out, uh, there was a lot of criticism about the way that that movie was done. It was too dark and the studio definitely wanted him to kind of lighten up the tone. And because of that reactionary, they wanted him to kind of change the script up a little bit, make it a little lighter, a little, a little, a little bit funner. You know, that's kind of I think that's why we got the original Josh Sweden Justice because that, that Justice League was definitely like you could tell they just threw in gags here and there. Uh, just to kind of lighten up the mood a little bit. Um, yeah, but the, it's like it's almost like you took a Christopher Nolan and you and you recut it and threw in gags to me. Like it, it just yeah. it, some of those gags just just didn't work. And there was like there was there's really funny moments that get hit really well in Zack Snyder's version. You know what I mean? And like yeah. and and like but the whole these gag reels. It almost feel like it, it, that's what it feels like. It's gag reels. Inside. Yeah, and, and I think that was a direct because like the humor in the MCU, it really came about from the humor in the first Avengers movie. I don't know if you remember that was a funny movie, and that was made by Joss Whedon, written by Joss Whedon. He he, he brought in the humor to the MCU. Not a lot of people give him credit for that because because yeah. like because you remember that scene where like Hulk punches Thor in the middle of a in the middle of the big fight. That was like the most hilarious scene in the whole movie, and then yeah. like. Hulk picks up Loki and just starts slamming him across the room. Bam, 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 says puny God. 
that was the first time that slapstick comedy was brought into the MCU. If you think before those movies, it really wasn't something like that. Um, that was brought in by Joss Ragnarok, and Ragnarok really just like. Uh, um, I think I think Guardians of the Galaxy as well did that as well. Yeah, I, yeah, but like you know, Guardians Guardians was like supposed to be funny. Where Ragnarok, instead of you know, instead of getting like you know, we were all used to that the Thor Dark World, and then to get a third Thor that was Ragnarok, yeah. And, to be light and funny and amazing, uh, like that really that really helped. You yeah, know, and it used it right, right. I I I just think that like this is that that, that that's why one of the reasons that like Warner Brothers was like let's bring Joss Whedon. You know, it was like I, I I really just didn't like that the, some of those gags that we did see in Avengers, a Josh Whedon written movie, are like identically identically brought into this Justice League movie, like yeah, verbatim. You know, and so like that—that—that's just what kills. I was like, yeah, yeah, I pulled that from that. You know, like there was just little things. No, for sure, and I think uh, it did. It did. It did take away from the film itself. And like, look, personally, I understand Zack Snyder. Like, I also want to say that, like, I don't want to, like, just because this was a fan-made movie and it was created by the by Zack Snyder himself, I don't want to like not bring in criticisms of Zack Snyder. There's a lot about the way Zack Snyder makes superhero movies that I just don't like as a comic book fan, as a, as a fan of the mythos of these characters, he does things to these characters that I just cannot, um, I, I cannot let slide. Um, the biggest thing that Zack Snyder does is he does not give a shit about human life. He will let these characters murder and murder left and right. It doesn't matter. Nobody has a moral compass when it comes to life. And I understand people who argue with me and say, well, these are bad guys. And it doesn't matter what, what their lives are. They're, 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 they're criminals. They should be killed. I get that. It's just that. It's such a thing in the comic books. You know, like Batman doesn't kill Joker because he knows if he kills Joker, he's not going to be able to stop murdering. Superman doesn't murder anyone because he understands that if he does that, it makes him just as bad as them. It's just it's just the, one of those little, like, you know, one of those nerdy, nerdy things that I just can't get over. Um, and to watch a Zack Snyder movie, you have to get over that. Because when this movie opens up, Wonder Woman be killing people, uh, <laughs> like it just opens up with uh, with uh, with the, with like it opens up the same way the first movie opens up with like Wonder Woman doing this like uh, reverse heist thing where these guys are not trying to rob anything they're just trying to like murder as many people as possible um, and that kind of brings in that Zack Snyder darkness right and I do like a lot of this movie. But I think appropriate way for us to kind of talk about this uh, to start off with is just to say it's just to kind of go along with the production aspect of it, because that's the way that this movie gets introduced to us. Like you see that screen that says this will be played in 4-2 to hold Zack Snyder's creative vision. Um, I've read a lot about why that is. Um, they say that when this movie was originally going to be released. Um, it, the four two aspect ratio was the way it was going to be presented in IMAX screens. Yeah, the four three is that four what you mean? Yeah, yeah, the four three. So, so the four three would look way better on an IMAX screen for sure. Uh, yeah. And he wanted, and Zack Snyder wanted to do that uh, so that he could frame people's the the movements of the action of the characters 
within the middle of the frame to make it more pleasing to the eye. And he I mean, shot he shot most of Batman versus Superman like that. So mm-hmm. that's that's why he he liked he liked that aspect ratio because he worked on it with Batman versus Superman and he kind of really wanted to do the whole he wanted to do this whole thing like that because he really enjoyed it and he thought this was uh, how it was meant to be seen, right? Yeah, 100%. Um I have a conspiracy theory that is just my idea of why it was this way um i think it was that way i mean i could be wrong i just i think it might be because he was given 70 million dollars to finish the visual effects and i think it would have been cheaper to do all of the visual effects he wanted if he cut the movie in half um I, I, that's just my that's just my like conspiracy theory about it. Um, but I do understand why he wanted to do it that way because this was originally supposed to be presented in a much larger format, right? And then when it was released in regular theaters, it would actually be cropped, right? So technically, we're actually seeing more of the frame than we would have seen yeah. when it was in regular theaters, not IMAX theaters for sure. Right? Yeah, and and like you can definitely feel like this is an uncut version this is like the the snyder cut is definitely a extended version of the movie because there's a lot of moments that i believe a director or a producer would say we don't need a line here or there and where like i want to i want to back up a little bit there's a big difference to between where josh whedon like cut a section of the scene and said we can just you know we can just fast forward really quickly. And and it was paced really well. The original one was paced very well, but it was paced so well that it was, it was trying to keep up with the pace too much to where it left big fragments of the story out. Yeah. There there was definitely some moments that like just dragged on in this movie. I, I personally believe, I know we're all unpopular opinion. We're all supposed to like the Snyder cut. And I do, I really do like the Snyder yeah. Cut, but there were some moments that just dragged on and felt like they were in slow motion. Whereas, um, you know, the, the, the original Justice League had like a, it had a time limit, man. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. Was, it was, it was blazing by. And, uh, you know, and you talk about the beginning scene, it was like, well, like, yeah, in the beginning of the original Justice of Justice League, and Snyder Cut, I'm going to just say Justice League and Snyder Cut. Uh, the beginning of Justice League, yeah, we do go into Wonder Woman's scene very quickly. Uh, whereas in Snyder Cut, it takes us a while to actually get to Wonder Woman's scene. Because we get introduced to um, we get introduced to almost everybody. Like, or, oh no, I'm sorry. We get introduced, we, we really see that Superman, that Superman like beginning intro with the screaming and then yeah. all the box, and we see all the boxes. And that I was really, really cool. I like that really a lot. Like that a I lot. Really like that a lot. The yeah. cell phone lip video. Yeah, that fucking lip. It was so present and bad. You could fucking tell. I don't know if you ever saw like uh, this guy, like some YouTuber went and like redid it on his own, and it was just way better than the way they did it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like just seeing Superman in agony in the beginning of the movie, you know, being like being killed from the beginning from the end of uh, Batman versus Superman was just 
a different way to like already get introduced to this movie. I thought it was like an epic way. Yeah. You knew it was going to be darker immediately seeing that. Yeah, for sure. And I, I really did like a lot of those darker aspects of this for sure. It is my nerdiness. That's just like, ah, I shouldn't be kidding. But there what was a really amazing of, stuff. What did you think of like the coloring? Cause the, that were you, you were, sorry, you were talking about production and all that stuff. And we talked about aspect ratio. what do you think of like the color palette is so different in this movie. This one's a literally a lot darker, but to me, I, I kind of liked it. So I, I was just wanted to get your take on it. Um, I do. I, 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 I enjoyed the darkness of it because it actually, um, I think what it does is it makes you focus more on the characters than it does the world. I think he does that. I think he does that on purpose. Right. Yeah, I think there's less of a sepia tone. I like. I I don't like this. This like it almost felt felt in, Instagram filtered, lightened up in yeah. the Justice League version. Where in Snyder cuts, it just felt naturally dark because yeah. it was dark. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it looked like somebody was like, you know, like some girls like you know get on that Instagram and they'll they'll turn the brightness up. They'll put a little filter on it. <laughs> and, yeah to make their pictures a little bit brighter. And that's, that's how I felt like re look, rewatching justice league. I was just like, Oh, the, the, the highlights and shadows just make a big difference in Snyder's cuts and then the Snyder cut than it does in the theatrical. Oh, for sure. And I, I, that's the kind of way I think Snyder does is a lot of his movies. Like you could cut, it kind of harkens back to, uh, to 300 as well. Cause that was kind of in that same vein. That that one was definitely a little brighter in in the uh, in the brown tones and the red tones. Yeah, um, this is like that's kind of what I what, what I'm thinking of when I'm thinking about Snyder Cut is that it's it's almost the same kind of palette as 300, except with the with the brown tones turned completely down and the red tones turned completely down. But he brings up the dark, like he literally brightens up the blacks, if that makes yeah. sense. Speaking, right. Uh, speaking of that, like. What did you think of like uh I guess that was Aries? I mean maybe I'm I'm mistaken, but like didn't you feel like the guy was a total 300 character <laughs> coming into the in the flashback in that flashback scene? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The god Ares. I don't know. I don't know if it's Zeus or <laughs> it is it is Ares and it's Zeus. Uh I think it's Ares and Zeus. I thought Zeus yeah. had the helmet and then Ares was the guy like finger blasting everybody. Yes, and I think I think Athena was the one with the uh, arrows. Finger blasting well. was a very poor choice of. Uh, <laughs> 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 but you got what I meant. <laughs> yeah, I knew exactly what you're talking about. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I actually really liked that entire sequence, and I think that sequence was also in um, Justice League as well. But I think it, this one like uh, had a much longer sequence to breathe. Right. Um, I really like that's. I, I think I didn't give my general thoughts about this. I actually did really like this movie uh, a lot better than Justice League, but you, I had the same I had the same exact critique that you did. There are just some moments that just were left to breathe a little bit too long and could have definitely been cut. Um, I watched this movie in two sittings as well, and I have to say there is more about this movie that I really, really liked and enjoyed, and I think it is definitely better than Justice League. I really like that it gave more characters time to actually realize their character and actually understand them. I love the fact that this is basically, there's a there's a cyborg origin movie within the middle of it. And I've read a lot of reviews that say this, but it is the truth. Cyborg is the heart of this movie. All right, wow. he's, his, his, his story is uh, the, the light 
of everything and it kind of brings everything together I, it harkens even to the end of the movie where it's his father giving the epilogue um right? instead of amy adams right yeah yeah well i mean yeah. ray fisher had a problem from the beginning man or i mean and like i'm glad i'm glad we all got to see this because Ray Fisher was one of the ones since the very beginning causing drama with all this, right? Like it was because he was cut. Yeah, it was because he was cut out the light because he got cut out the most. Yeah, and I think I think it was true. Like his lines, his lines, like his to me, his most heartfelt line in Justice League that you're supposed to just be with him is when Superman is about to take apart the Unity. And he's like, this isn't going to kill us, right? Because I like being alive. And then the only line that was given to Cyborg, like the only like like big line was, I like being alive too, with like a happy-go-lucky smile. Yeah. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, Yeah. What a fucking cheesy, ripped-off moment. You cut his entire storyline just to add that line. And like, sorry. No, that's so right, though. Like, There was a lot of those moments in Justice League. There was a lot of those ones, Justly. I think the the whole plot line with Barry Allen saving that random Russian family from the explosion, and like that just took Barry completely away from the action. It just gave him something to do yeah. as a side quest. It didn't even make him like be part of the conclusion of the story and the battle, which oh, I gotta tell you, the the, the flash aspects uh, with his power and everything at the end of this movie which were absolutely phenomenal and amazing and i don't know why he cut it from the first movie um especially that beginning scene the beginning scene where he saves the um he saves the woman in the car wreck yeah yeah like i think that was completely cut from the first one um uh, yeah. that was amazing too uh the way that his powers were shown were just really amazing and i think we're at the how like the flash's powers were where the special effects like had their moment um uh, well, like i really believe like okay so like we've, we've seen a lot of mcu movies right and i really believe that like okay wonder woman's had her movie right yeah. so we know what wonder woman can do aquaman at this point had had his movie right like he was introduced and he was gonna have a movie he was not introduced in the he was introduced deuced in the first justice league movie the first justice league movie happened before aquaman great so like we hadn't seen Flash or Aquaman yet, we no. but we we knew Wonder Woman already. She had an origin story. I, I man, I don't I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think that her movie happened. No, her movie happened after the first Justice League. Wow. Yeah, because uh, it, it was Batman versus Superman. Then it was Justice League, and then they release the Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. So we had only had a Batman and Superman movie. Oh, that's right. What I'm thinking of is that like. It's weird to think, right? Especially because this is a hodgepodge of like, it's yeah. uh, of, of these characters. But we don't, we forget that this is actually the first time that these characters came together. Except like Wonder Woman was in Superman versus, versus uh, Batman for sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, but her movie did not happen before Justice League. Um. Well, well. What I was going to say was like Barry Allen. I, I could be wrong about the one woman. I looked that. Oh, up. I don't know. Uh, but Barry Allen is very much the Tom Holland of this of this movie. Yeah, he he should be the comedic relief. He's really that center of attention. If there's any comedy coming out of anybody, it really should be him and Alfred. Like him and Alfred 
should be yeah. where everything's funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, and like that, I, I don't think like, I don't think it's up to, I don't think it's up to like the entire cast to be funny all the time. I don't, I don't think it works like that. No, no. And, and I think, I think like in a, it, like, I, I don't remember where I heard this, but it was in, it was in a theater class at some point a long time ago where I was told, where it was a lesson where we were told that even the most darkest of dramas have comedy in them, right? Like it, it, a comedy is a part of life and it is a part of stories, right? So there's never like, there's never not going to be a dark drama that doesn't have at least some comedy in it, you know? So that's like definitely something that like is going to happen at some point somewhere. So according to IMDb, I think I, I'm looking at release dates, but Wonder Woman comes before chronologically, but it, I don't know if that's, they're both in 2017. So yeah, they're both in 2017. So I don't know if that's really true. You know what I'm Justice saying? Justice League was in November. Oh, and well, Wonder Woman was a summer movie. So, so okay. So it was, it was, okay. So, but it was that year. Right. Yeah. Well, like what I wanted to say was that like, we've already been introduced. So like to one of those characters and we hadn't really seen too much of Batman, but we already knew Batman as a character and I don't think they wanted to make him that big. So we were really getting like, we were we were really supposed to get a little bit of Aquaman's story, a little bit of Cyborg's story, and a little bit of Flash's story, because they don't have their own. They weren't going to have their own movies for a while. You right. know what I mean? So we yeah. needed some sort of origin to kind of keep us entertained as the audience, and that's what I really like. What Snyder really builds on those three characters a lot more than the other two. Like you know, we know why Batman. We know why Batman and Wonder Woman are are in this movie. We saw what happened in Batman versus Superman. We haven't seen these other three guys. And we really want to like, you know, we really want to focus on their story because that's that's where we're going to spend some of the attention on it so that we can make this movie kind of cohesive. Yeah. I think Snyder does a really good job of it um, because like the fan favorite scenes were a lot of flash scenes. I thought, I thought Aquaman was fantastic. I thought it was tastefully done. Like all of it. Uh, and Amber Heard yeah. is a knockout in this. Oh my God. Yeah. It, it's interesting. Like, so like there's a lot that they cut out of, of Aquaman from the uh, justice league. Right. Um, I believe that William Defoe doesn't show up at all in justice league. Um, right. I, I remember actually hearing that William Defoe was in that movie. Um, but then like realizing that he wasn't in any scenes at all. Yeah. Um, they basically cut everything from Aquaman except for a few scenes of him like coming to the fish shore. Also, I gotta tell you, the fucking the introduction of Aquaman in this movie is just weird. It's just weird. Like I, I like it's like I like the first introduction. I kind of liked it better in Justice League just because it wasn't as weird. Because in this one, you get like it's the same thing. Bruce Wayne going to some fish village to find him, but then like. But then, like, Jason Momoa just, like, walks into the water and some lady picks up his sweater and just starts sniffing it. And then you yes. have a siren scene of these women singing some strange folk song yeah. while he's sniffing, they're sniffing his fucking sweater. And it's just weird, bro. It's yeah. a woman sea shanty thing, man. It was sea, yeah. <laughs> sea shanties were a thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, um, okay, all right, well, we know. And he doesn't, like, expl- I like this because he doesn't explode into the water. But like obviously the singing scene 
is one of those extended things that should have been cut. Bro. That could have been absolutely cut. Like, like a producer would have been like, yeah, we really have to cut the singing. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like what's, what's up with that, man. But I, I did like it. I did like, like the, where Josh Whedon and Snyder kind of differed is like just these little things of that. Like Bruce Wayne speaks Icelandic. Yeah. You know, speak. He like, he's like, I've been, I know what you've been saying this whole time. I, yeah. I know you're the guy I'm here to talk to. Like, I, I don't know why we're playing games. You know, I like, I like that because it, it builds more on actual, it builds Bruce Wayne's character better than it did yeah. in Justice League. Yeah. The, and, and you know, like, I, I don't know, like, even just the whooshing, like, even when he's like, oh, you dress up like a bat, that's funny. And he explodes into the ocean. It, it leaves, it leaves this weird, it just leaves Bruce Wayne getting blown off. Whereas like instead with Snyder's version, you're like looking at Bruce Wayne and he's like, why the fuck are these bitches singing? And like, it actually, (laughs) no, like it it really does like actually give some character development. And he's like, he's almost like at a lost hope because he was supposed to recruit this guy and he didn't. And now he's gone. And if these girls are singing, that means I, I, he might be gone for a little bit, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> instead of just like explode. I don't know. Like, it, it actually, no, I'll take that rationale for sure. I, I like I, I see the thematicness that you're talking about. It for felt sure. better. It just felt better as a scene. Yeah. Instead of like, I think it immediate like that explosion when he leaves, like it's cut. It's a cut scene in Justice League. It's immediately a cut scene. Like there's no panning. There's no, you yeah. don't see. Ben Affleck anymore. It's just like he he disappears. Cutscene, and like we immediately go to, um, you know, we Lady Just we go to Wonder Woman on Lady Justice, and yeah. I'm just like, oh well, like that was. I, I might be getting that wrong, but I'm just saying. I that. think you're right. I think you're right. I, I think this movie begins with Batman walking through, uh, taking a hike through the uh, Icelandic wilderness. Yeah, yeah, but but now I, I I have both of them in my head, so like now I'm just. I'm the editor. Yeah. <laughs> Putting things up together. Um, Putting things together. So, Artie, I did want to, like, I wanted to ask you, because we were just talking about it, um, there was some scenes that, the, there's some scenes that, like, there's, like, almost some Patty Jenkins written style scenes for Wonder Woman in the in the Snyder Cut. And those lines got tossed, and I thought these these lines meant everything in, to her to her character in this movie. Just like when I'm saying those little moments with Bruce Wayne, it might be a line or two, but it really develops his character. And like there was the scene where like um, after she kills everybody in the, <laughs> you know, like the girl, and like I don't think it had to be as long at the end. She doesn't need to be like, "Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay?" Are you okay? <laughs> are you okay? But like, I really do think just the scene where just like, Hey, are you like, are you all right? And she's like, can I be, can I, when I grow up, can I be just like you? And you know, you can, you can do, you can be whoever you want to be. I think that's such a magical moment. Yeah. That that's like, that's, that is the wonder woman that we see in Patty Jenkins, original wonder woman. And I think that like that really got lost in Justice League. And then Zack Snyder, she has that moment. And then I believe when um when he tells his little minions, when um 
what's the our bad guy? Not Dark Side. Stepping with uh, Steppenwolf. And Steppenwolf says, "Hey, he tells his minions like, hey, leave her alone. She's mine." And like, there's just a moment where she's like, "I am no one's," and like, and then she just starts fighting. And like yeah. that scene, you know, that line got cut. And there, there's little lines like that that get cut. And then obviously, you know, there's the the very um, uh, the thing that brought a lot of drama where Joss Whedon did the whole where Flash lands on Wonder Woman and saves her, yeah. and he lays yeah. on her breast, and it's the same scene from Avengers. And uh, <laughs> apparently, that was not Gal Gadot. That was yeah, literally she, a stunt double. Do she refused to do it. She didn't want to. And then the stunt double refused to do it. <laughs> The stunt double didn't want to do it. Jesus. And like the higher ups had to come down because, you know, like the higher, uh, I forgot who the guy was, but like, um, Joff, Geoff, whatever his name was, like came down and like said, no, we're doing it. Cause that's what Joss wants. Yeah. And, yeah. and then he, and like, uh, th- there's moments where like, there's an interview where Gal Gadot says, yeah, I, I'm sure Ray Fisher, you know, me and Ray didn't, we didn't shoot scenes. We didn't shoot our reshoots at the same time. The guys had their separate time and I had mine. Uh, but when I had a problem, I went to the higher ups and I took care of it. <laughs> like, she's obviously talking about that scene. <laughs> like, yeah, I was talking about that scene for sure. She's obviously talking about that scene. <laughs> it was like, you know, if Ray Fisher has his own problems, man, he should, he should address them. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> Captain Jones, like hard ass, dude. Oh, she's been around, you know. She's definitely been a lot more movies. Uh, uh, not not as big as this, I don't think, but she definitely has been around the block with a couple of execs and stuff like that for sure. Like half of the series, <laughs> which are pretty. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Absolutely. Oh, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I wanted to talk about Batman, dude. Um, yeah. like I think. There's like there's an aspect about Batman that just never gets played with in movies, and I just I can't I hate the fact that it doesn't get played with. It's the fucking like real like detectiveness of Batman. He is the world's greatest detective. He is a genius detective and kind of a scientist that figures out how to save the world just through pure intellect, and that just never gets played with. And I really like Jeremy Irons' Alfred. I think he brings some really interesting minutia to this movie, but. The way that they interact, it really feels like Jer- like that Jeffrey Irons uh, Alfred is way smarter than yeah. Batman. <laughs> like he's the one doing all the Tony Stark shit, right? He he's the one doing the uh, the the Jarvis shit in the in the Batcave. He's the one creating everything. I, you know what's funny? There's a scene in the movie where um where Alfred is like making a gauntlet for Batman. He was like, yeah, this, this gauntlet actually absorbs energy. And he's like explaining that to Wonder Woman. And then Wonder Woman's like, oh, oh, realizing that, oh, you're just making my gauntlet that yeah. I have that Batman saw me use. And he's like, oh, this was Bruce Wayne's idea. And he's oh, like, yeah. oh, I guess you should make him a lasso too in black. Black. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like Ben Affleck's Batman. And I think, um, I think, he gets a lot of shit. And I think a lot of the reason he gets a lot of shit kind of harkens back to my point about like the Batman character, not killing people. Like he got that shit in Superman versus Batman as well. Um, he's just a hard Batman that a lot of people aren't used to. Um, and I also don't think that he's been given the real, uh, the real kind of juice of Batman and Bruce Wayne characterization in these movies. Cause like we meet like, cause like, like a uh, Christian Bale built 
that Bruce Wayne from the ground up. We got to see him grow and become a character. In Batman versus Superman, he was already Batman. We didn't get any like him going to Asia like every white man does to find himself. We didn't get him like becoming the bat into what he is. We just got him bat suit, ready to rock, fuck Superman. Like, you know, we didn't really get right, that. Like, with even, him. even in the Dark Knight series, we get these little glimpses of. I don't have time to go and be Batman real quick. I Kristen Bale has to be like, Bruce Wayne's going to have to take care of this one. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And yeah. Kristen Bale does. And so like, I like where, like, I like what you're wanting, which is like, sometimes Bruce Wayne has to be the thing. And like, there's even a scene where he doesn't have the mask. He doesn't have anything yet. So he's just like in a, like a robber mask in the original uh, Batman begins. And he's in, um, excuse me he's in james uh, he's in jim gordon's office and he like sticks he pretends to stick a gun but it's like a stapler to his yeah 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 and he he's like why why aren't you doing this you know why is everybody so so too pussy to go after blah 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 and you know like that was that's exactly what you're talking it's like that that's that's the stuff we need from batman he's too smart for that and he's too smart he gets away with i'm sorry he gets away with everything from his wit Yes. And his like his intelligence. And he is like the Tony Stark because he has all the gadgets. He can get all the stuff. And like I think they don't play enough into that. It's supposed to already be known. Like, oh, so what's your superpower? I'm rich. I'm yeah, like, that's it. Yeah, he I'm just like, gets that. Like, yeah. And that's the line you get. But like, yeah, I, I like Alfred does provide a lot of comedic relief, comedic relief in this. He does bring Levely that I really, I just like Jeremy Irons a lot. And, and he does this, bring that. Zack Snyder's version. The whole tea scene, like, yeah. I, like I'm laughing at this. Oh, where he mansplains Wonder Woman. It's just like, it's basically hover handing everything because he's yeah. doing everything. Yeah. And I like, I like that amount of characterization. He's like, oh, no, that's, that's a that's a little bit too much tea. Not that much tea, yeah. and 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 then she just kind of walks away and lets him. <laughs> it. like, yeah, I I like that aspect of it, but like yeah, like why is he fixing the ship? Like yeah, Batman's supposed to fix the ship. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? like yeah, he's not like Batman's supposed to be the one that's smart enough. And like I I always love the dynamic that Christian Bale brought with Alfred because whenever Christian Bale is like kind of like. I, I don't know if I can keep going. You know what I mean? Like, are my smarts good enough? Well, Alfred brought the wisdom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Alfred's like, you know, like he always says, he he has that iconic never line. He, he was his father, bro. Like, yeah. he's a, or he was his actual father. And he brought the fatherly aspect to it. Scenes, and I'm kind of sad because, like, I really wanted this to progress, you know, as as we've mentioned before, on this podcast but like I've, I've always wanted to like i want one of these batmans to be really old and become the batman beyond and without the character development of what you're saying without the detective you know development it's like that that's we're gonna be we're always gonna be missing that because no matter what old batman should be able to solve these crimes from a computer screen because that's how smart he is <laughs> like yeah in the true, like the true fucking comic book Batman, Batman is Tony Stark and Sherlock Holmes yeah. put together, right? With amazing physical acumen, of course. Um, but that's the Batman that we deserve. And we just haven't gotten that Batman in any movie. 
You know, we, we, we never get that back. And I don't know what it is or what I, I think the biggest thing is just like, but comic book people aren't making these movies, right? It's not, it, it, it's, it's story directors that already know how to make a movie. It's writers who've written movie, movie, movies. It's not, it's not actual comic book writers. And I, I, I understand that um, to kind of give this movie uh, uh, pacing, you can't like slow down and have him actually figure things out. Cause, cause in this movie, it's, it's Wonder Woman that gives you exactly what's going on. She's a uh, Themyscira. Uh, she's from the old world. She tells them about the war of the, of, of the old gods. And it's much she, better because she, she finds it out yeah. through the Artemis arrow. Yeah. The Artemis and, arrow. Yeah. Um, and you know, she, she goes into that cave and stuff. Two like raids. That. Yeah, she tomb raids, and it's very cool because she's in that elegant yeah. dress from the Louvre scene that we yeah. saw. And I'm just like, this also, is... Also, she can still just walk right into that shit. <laughs> like, you get to take the artifact that was a crime. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, she's the one that actually brings up exactly what the, what's happening in the story. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure Artemis, Artemis is the Amazonian name. And the Roman name for the same per- the same character in mythology is Lady Diana. Is Diana? Oh. And Diana is the huntress. She's the queen. She's the god. She's the god of hunting. Oh, okay. That's cool. And Why so, don't they bring that up in a Wonder Woman movie? Like that should be a, that should be part of her origin. The arrow. The arrow that she has is the arrow of Artemis that that gets thrown. And I thought that was so cool. And I'm I had to look it up. But like, there's no, there's no fan that's nerdier than me apparently in this one aspect, and I think the statue that she's working on is the statue of Artemis. That's crazy. Okay. <laughs> and the Louvre, the Louvre has a giant Artemis statue that looks very similar, and like Artemis has like a fox that like travels with her, and she has a bow and arrow. She has a bow and arrow like thing behind her. So I think I was just there's so many cool aspects of it that I'm like nerding out. Um, at Bass Hall, where I work, we have a giant Diana statue. We have a golden Diana wow. arch- archery statue. And I always am afraid that I'm going to crash into it with like a lift or something. But like, <laughs> she has a, a giant bow and arrow I, uh... that she's shooting. And I think that's so cool. I did not know that. That like, oh, that's that's Diana. And then I was like, I didn't know this whole Greek mythology thing <laughs> was like all tied into Wonder Woman so much. But just wanted to let you know that I hope that's in a movie one day. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's, that's amazing. And, and like, I feel like those little bits of, of mythology could really be brought into the story developments of these characters. And it'd be really fucking interesting. That's my biggest criticism of the DC movies versus the Marvel movies. The DC, like their origins are, are first up, not even kind of slightly tied in to their comic book origins. And, and if they are, they don't really touch on them much. You know, you don't really understand the small bits. I mean, you get Superman's. Superman's easy. He's a fucking alien. He, you know, he he's comes from another planet. Our atmosphere gives him powers. But like... The sun. We, yeah, the sun. The sun. Um, <laughs> I, but, but, then, but then Batman, you don't, you don't really get a, a, a... You don't really get a, a Ben Affleck Batman origin, you know? Um, and then you... We, I, I mean, we've watched two Wonder Woman movies. Do you know how Wonder Woman has her powers? Is it that she's just Amazonian? Right? No, she, she isn't just a regular Amazonian. She is the daughter of an Amazonian and a god. 
it's insinuated in the movies, but it is never literally explained. Literally, right? there's one line in Zack Snyder's cut that was like, oh, you are stronger than your Amazonian sisters. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, that's right, Steppenwood. That's the only origin of Wonder Woman we ever how? get in this fucking Snyder cut when he says, like, you, you, have, you have some of the old gods in you. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only, like, it had to be in a movie that was released after the original movie was made. Do fanfare for us to get a little bit of origin of exactly what one woman is. I, it's that's the one thing. Um, you know, kind of speaking back to uh, comic book things. So Superman, I didn't realize how the same Superman was going to be dealt with. I thought he would have been made different. I kind of thought Superman was going to go all bad in this version, just because of like the trailers and the way they cut it and things like that. He didn't well, go all bad. We well, we had. The next movie he was. Yeah, he was supposed to be in this was supposed to be the injustice injustice. Um, I did really like the black Superman costume. Also, context, this also isn't explained in the movies, but the black Superman costume, uh, nerd alert, is actually in the original reanimated uh Batman story, because Batman does die in the comic books too. And yep. he wears the black suit because black absorbs sunlight better and it is a recovery suit and um, and the, like Zack snyder says that he was like he until he felt worthy of representing the red and blue again yeah because yeah the black absorbs better so it's supposed yeah. to heal him better and yeah. they like they they really want so, so much of this thing man i'm sorry i'm, I'm gonna get angry for a little bit so much of this movie is let's make this PG-13 or let's make this rated R. And mm. that's where it sums up to. It's not about like, we're talking about some of the deeper stuff and like what happened when you cut those things because yeah. of character development. That's what most of us were talking about. Like that's what yeah. most of the things that we're talking about is. And some of the artistic and a lot of the artistic value that we lose. But all of it harks down to, is this going to be for PG-13 or rated R? Because I'm looking at every scene, every note that I have. It's the race, the race that's not in the movie, that's not in this movie, but it's in the first one. The race that you talked about earlier. That's corny shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the corny shit of um, Lex Luthor saying, "Well, do we get a do we get our own squad?" I'm like, "Oh, you know, like that's that's the stuff, right?" It's the it's the um, the lowest lane getting back to the daily planet instead of the, the titular line, like, you know, the, the ending from Silas instead, instead of the dark ending from Silas of the, uh, the monologue, right? It's like, let's get rid of dark side. Let's get rid of Desaad, uh Let's get rid of those people. Let's, let's take, um, let's take some, all of Wonder Woman's death away from her. Everything that every time somebody kills or every time kills somebody, let's take that out of the movie. She doesn't need to be killing people. But like, this is her mission. I I I actually do agree with you. I don't think the whole Justice League should be killing people, but I think that she's really scared that this is her mission in life is to find the person, to find that Ares person and kill them. Like she has to fulfill this mission. And she's scared that she can't do it alone. So wow. that's why she's killing people. Damn. And so there's so much, and of course we'll never get that because context is something that we're, we're never going to be given. But like giving like Steppenwolf, Steppenwolf's car character development, 
changes it from a braided R to a PG-13 where Steppenwolf, like, building his character actually explains so much of the movie. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and, and Cyborg, like, well, okay, like, tragedies do happen. And without this tragedy in this movie, this movie is just kind of just a movie. It's just a soulless movie. So, like, all these things turned it and like, a Batman... Batman with the dark suit. I'm uh, sorry, Superman with the dark suit. And even when he goes against Batman, like the bullshit with like, he's like a lot harsher to to Batman in this. Like he's like with the eyes in this one. Yeah. Yeah. And instead of just like crushing his jaw. And I was like, everybody was just like a little much. And I'm like, no, because I think crushing my jaw is actually like just as bad. And he is protective. <laughs> <laughs> he's a gauntlet now for the eye beams so i i don't know like what everybody keeps harping about is really like what the studio wanted because the studios are they think they're fanboys but they're the fakest of fanboys and that's what really gets me mad <laughs> yeah no i i love everything you just said and like Sorry. i totally agree with everything you just said and you just you just kind of made the movie better for me <laughs> a little bit Sorry, uh, <laughs> you're so right about that the, the steppenwolf thing the all that was absolutely yeah um i i, I do I, yeah steppenwolf's character development makes this movie way better because you understand what's happening in the plot better and i like, like part of that's the the fact that we get just more time to breathe with the story part of that's just the fact that Zack snyder gets to put everything that he wanted to put in this movie as well um but you do just understand what's happening with the plot better in this version and i do appreciate that as well um i i i I, and i and i i think it it just makes everything work it just works better um i love the stuff with dark side i love the stuff the the little like moments where steppenwolf talks to the generals of dark side through that like that like giant piece of irradiated metal like those moments are actually really cool and they're done really well the dialogue works and it just elevates the story because you really understand his motivations like we didn't get any of that in the first movie at all you know wolf doesn't even look good in justice league no he looks way better he looks way better in this one and especially when when the whole when the the armor comes off of the horns and he even like unveils his shoulder when uh dark side comes in. Yeah. Like he has to take off his arm. Basically like when a, a soldier takes off his helmet to yeah. hold it when like he's in front of like his, you know, his master or his sergeant or whatever. Yeah. Like that, that is so cool. The way he like peels it all off when dark side to, to kneel in front of dark side, even that moment is much better than the bullshit darks. Uh, the bullshit Steppenwolf that we got for sure. And you understand dark side's prowess and dark side's control over the universe more. He's more of a menacing presence, which is what dark side should be. Side note. A lot of people say that like dark side is just a ripoff of Thanos. They were created by the same person. Yeah. Jack Kirby created both dark side and Thanos. That's probably why you're seeing that. Um, also, I believe dark side was created before Thanos, but you know, comic book shit. Just comic book shit, right? But yeah, you really get the world destroying like menace of Dark Side, and you didn't get that in the first movie because they just basically didn't even mention Dark Side. And like, I think they mentioned him in like a passing moment or line, but he was 
in this movie. So remember the the Age of Heroes where like there were all the the armies of men and Asgard and the Anzomians and like that one random ass Green Lantern was fighting off Steppenwolf's army. That was just Steppenwolf, right? But no, they they actually put Darkseid in that in that scene so you can see what he is, right? This menacing presence that is a destroyer of worlds. And in Justice League, whenever he gets the first box, the, I, you'll you'll probably remember this scene in uh, the Zack Snyder because I remember what uh, like he puts the box in the piece of steel and then he takes one of the bugs and he like throws the bug and he's like find it you know what I mean <laughs> and yeah. so the what happens in Justice League is it kind of zooms out the top of the of the power plant zooms out and then he's like for Dark Side and I'm like wait what yeah yeah <laughs> he that was really- Dark Side in the Justice League and I'm like. That doesn't make any sense because you are not going to explain any of this. Right. Darkseid doesn't get explained at all, at all in Justice League. Um, but he, that's the one time he yells for Darkseid. And I'm like, yeah. why? Why, why did yeah, you random. cut that line? Yeah. <laughs> total total randomness, right? Um, and, and like, I do feel like the, the, the whole aspect of the mother boxes as well works way better here because you really understand what's happening. So like Justice League, what, what like this, this it was fear like there because the because justice league opens with batman fighting a parademon randomly in gotham city and he doesn't know what the hell this thing is right but you find out later in the plot that it's because they can smell fear right and if you fear it's the reason they're coming after you right and it's because the the mother boxes feel fear it's fuck it's weird it doesn't make any sense there's a whole thing with green slime in it too yeah like alien slime because like whenever that thing blows up in front of batman there's gleams green slime anywhere and he, like aquaman rescues that random boat sailor he goes to take a shot of his glass and there's just slime on his hand and like we're never gonna get an explanation for the slime in no. their hand yeah like you know fuck it yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. i i I love and like harking back to the beginning of this movie where like where superman dies and you see the whole crux and the reason for the plot getting off the ground is literally because the mother boxes hear his death cry and i love the fact that everybody hears fucking superman die i've never i've never seen it in a comic book this is fucking dope like that was incredible like i love that artistic decision to have Superman die and then like the entire world hear that and then like the mother boxes hear it and because the mother boxes hear it, that's why they start fucking activating and that's why Steppenwolf comes through. That's fucking great. I love that aspect of it. And that little line where he's like, "There's not a cart. There's not a Kryptonian to guard this place." Yeah, no Kryptonian. Like, oh, that that like, all right. I was about to turn off the movie. It's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> you just explained one thing and I was, I was okay with it. hundred percent, man. Let's bring it home. Let's talk about the ending of this movie. Cause I think this is where this one shines above all the other ones. Let's do something else you want to talk about before we get to that. Like last bit. There was one thing. I mean, um, so there's obviously like the cyborg story yeah. that we get a lot of. And uh, I know we've already talked about it, but like, I, I love Cyborg's story in this. Yeah. Um, oh, no, no. I'm sorry. Let me, I don't want to waste our time with that. I've got to talk to you about one thing. What I hated about the, the <laughs> Justice League movie was the power game, the, pow, the power game of Princess, uh, Princess Diana. 
Oh, that's funny. Wonder Woman and Batman and how like, we shouldn't bring them back. We should bring them back. We shouldn't bring them back. We should bring them back. And like, I'm not fit enough to lead. You need to lead. And I need to lead. And like, well, I need to be a bigger leader. And well, you know, I remember uh, that Batman, Batman was going to commit suicide, but Wonder Woman wouldn't let it happen because she led us to come save you. And we didn't have a choice. And I was like the corniest fucking, okay. Okay. <laughs> and then, you know, that, that gets all mulled over with the whole Russian side story too. Yeah. Like, it's just all the shit at the end was bad, but I'm so glad that they made it more about a team. They made it more about a team. There's three, like there's two or three planning scenes that are much better. Yeah. Yeah. Where like, they're actually going to talk it out. And especially the scene where instead of just getting those reshoots where Batman and Wonder Woman fight about bringing him back, like you get, you feel a little bit more comedic relief from Barry Allen's line. Like, is he going to come back pet cemetery? And he's like, is this a bad idea? Nah, we, we'll, we'll all go with it. And then like, they don't think it's a bad idea until they're physically doing it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like Aquaman's just like, this is a bad idea. And then you, get the vision, you get the vision and then Cyborg's like, he says, no, Barry Allen's, did you say go? <laughs> <laughs> Which I've done in theater, in theater. That is like one of the funniest lines to me in theater because there's a lot of times where I've been on headset and it's been loud and somebody just says no. And I thought they say go. So I have to hit a button. I just wanted to mention that before, before we like wrap it up. I, I, I'm glad you were good, but I, I just have to say that. I do. I do agree with you that the plan, like the fact that there is a cohesive plan that they talk about and they're like, we're going to do this. You're going to do that. You're going to do this. And they do it like three, like you're right. I think they do it three times in the movie to, and that, that's kind of like how it breaks up to the, to the kind of, like, I think if this movie was brought back down. Cause like there is a version of this movie that was like two and a half hours and was released in theaters. Right. Right. Um, it, it wasn't in like, what is it? Six parts, I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, like the actual, you like, that's the thing about this that just miles above justice league is that you understand the plot, the basic plot of what's happening and what these characters are going to do in the moments. There's a planning scene. They're going to get the boxes together and then they're going to, Cyborg's going to get in the box and you're going to run around and you're going to fucking use a speed force to charge up Cyborg so that he can pull the box apart. And we're going to raise up Superman so that we can actually use him to fight and we to get the boxes separated. We, we were explained the time thing like the time thing just didn't happen at the last scene it was like wait how did that happen no we were explained from the very beginning look he's fast he can, it, time slows down for him i don't like breaking this rule but i'm going to break it to bring back superman and now the end of the world is at stake so now i have to break this rule, to break the rule. Yeah. i like that progression in flash's story um i wanted uh one question arnie did you miss anything from the old movie that you thought should be I think I think that there are aspects of Aquaman that were done better in Justice League. So okay. um just like so I think when Justice League was released they didn't want to do any backstory for Aquaman in the Justice League movie so that's why William Defoe wasn't in it. Right. But I think that he was given better lines in Justice League uh, more than this one, right? I think he said my man once in this one right but he but and then there was this, the First, scene where he why? sat on the lasso i hated that line my man my man Gosh. i liked it 
But th- there was a scene where he where, where Aquaman sat on the lasso and he started to speak the truth of his mind. Um, I actually really liked that scene in Justice League. I thought it brought levity to the scene and kind of got it got you a glimpse so, into who, who Aquaman and, was. And you know what? So Josh and I, this is my theory. Josh saw the scene that got cut, which is them in the van. They were also at the cemetery. Yeah. And yeah. I thought I thought yeah. that brought a little bit more heart where he said she says, you know, like we're not supposed to talk. Our our relatives would roll over in their grave if That's they were right. talking. And then and he even says, like, you know, you're a you're a fine woman. You know, like he, he yeah. says, You're a strong woman, you know, I respect that. And then like they learn the saying that they learned in the kid as a kid. You know, they they yeah, learned, you're right. My father said that, and I was like, That's so funny. My mom taught me that. And then we kind of also get the Barry Allen say, he's like, hey, so what do you think? You think Wonder Woman would go for younger dudes? And he's like, <laughs> she's like 5,000 years old. Everyone's a younger dude. So I feel <laughs> like we got the comedic relief from the lasso scene. But yeah, I, I, do, I do see what you're saying. I like that lasso scene was funny. I, the only thing I really missed was Barry Allen. I love the three-second line from Batman. And I thought that's all you needed. And the rest could have been done the same way of just save one and then you'll know what to do from there. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. that. Barry Allen's like, Barry Allen's never been in a fight before. He's never been. He's like, he's scared of these bugs. And I really liked all that comedic relief that he brought. So I didn't think like the tripping was unnecessary. And I'm so glad that like, because even in the Aquaman scene, he's like, this guy's tripping over my feet. (laughs) (laughs) He said, you know, he's, he even brings that up in that Justice League clip. But uh, that one, that one line, I thought that was such a good scene that got added. And that's the only one that I'll give credit to is that, yeah. that Justice League scene where he's like, just, just save one, one. Just save one. And you'll know what to do. And yeah. Then, and then he just like, and he just keeps saving all of them. So, yeah. Uh, hopefully we'll see that again somewhere else. I think it was a great scene. No, I totally agree. I really missed that one too. It was, it's just a good line. Like I know, I know, I know that Joss Whedon's an asshole now, but man, I love his fucking dialogue. I, that, that's why I fell in love with his dialogue. He just does. I just love the way that his characters interact and things like that. Um, and that's just an example of that. That's just one of those things yep. that he kind of gets right for sure. But yeah, um, kind of, I want to talk about the fucking, the, the, the penultimate fifth, like 10 minutes of this movie I think is some of the best comic book movie I've ever seen. Um, it, it is, it is, it is everything that you want in a superhero movie that also a nerdy comic book movie person wants as well brought into fucking fruition onto a screen where everyone can see it. And and it's, and it's like real life. It, It is, it is just glorious. It is, it is, it is beautiful in that the plot of this Snyder Cut brings it all together because it all makes sense to you. All of the mechanics make sense. You know what I mean? Like, like you're talking about the Barry Allen thing about time. It all makes sense. Um, I, I love, and then, and then the mother boxes coming together. They talk about the plan to bring the mother boxes and pull them apart so that cyborg, like it all, it just, it all makes sense. And it all comes together. It's cohesive. The special effects are fucking amazing in the penultimate and, God damn it! How did you how how did you feel about Superman? Just his, 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 did you that 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 to him coming in? I I want to say that I hated the Justice League version of him. Just like I believe in justice. 
just like randomly flying down. I'm like, and then with like, I I am not one of those people, but I would have stood up and clapped when the if I was at that movie and I and I was like, if I was at this movie in theaters, the Zack Snyder version, and I see the axe get thrown at the neck where to me it blew my mind because i was just like that's how they got dark side to get away because they stabbed dark side with an axe in the oh neck. yeah and that's that, right they, had, they drag his body into the ship and retreat yeah it just went full circle it just went oh my god circle. yeah and i thought about it and i was like i'm the only one that's gonna like i just feel like really I like toting myself. I, I know somebody's going to like, you know, someone else is thinking about it, but yeah. I was like, I thought about that. You know what I mean? Like that's the way dark side gets hit and Superman just took it. Took Superman's it. just like, just that's all you got. And I'm like, oh! and, and then, and then, and then he uses his ice breath, his fucking comic book ice breath. And then Bam! he, no, he's the assist, right? Like, yeah, he's the assist. He, he doesn't even like, I don't have to take that. You know, Wonder Woman feels passionate about it. She can take this one. And then yeah. Wonder Woman like cracks it with the yeah. guy. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, I, I, like, and I also have to say, this is where I actually really like Zack Snyder's version of things. Because he brings the darkness, bro. The fucking brooding darkness. And then like, so like, you know, they're fighting and they're trying to get separate. But then soon as Superman arrives, everything fucking shifts, right? Everything changes. And then Superman just fucking takes fucking shop and he fucking takes Steppenwolf, throws him on the ground, and takes starts horn. Yeah. Takes his fucking horn. That's some Zack Snyder dark shit that I want in this movie. Yeah. Right. And then he just starts beating Superman. And then for a moment, you're like, is he gonna stop beating him? No, no, bro. This is Zack Snyder Superman. He's gonna beat his ass to the ground to keep him down. And I'm like, fuck yeah. And then Aqu- I love it because Aquaman does what Thor does and just like we're not going to – I don't feel like killing this guy slowly. <laughs> like, <laughs> or just, like, chops off his head, chops off Thanos' head. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, no patience. And I just love it. Aquaman just like, I'm going to stick a fork in this bitch. Fuck yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right towards the end. And then the fucking portal goes open. And I love the – I love Dark Side. The portal's open up. You can see fucking Dark Side and all the dark throws minions. Him. He just throws he th- there. throws the fucking head all the way through, man. Uh, and, and then, like – Instead Before of everything, him. What is that? Yeah, like, bugs eating. No. <laughs> no, dude, just, like, no why closure. didn't Sweet use that? And you could still use that. I got no closure from the bugs eating him. Like, yeah, I get it. You you really wanted to ride this whole fear thing, but yeah, like, that's been done. Yeah. Scarecrow did that. Scarecrow yeah, dude, really did that in Batman Begins. <laughs> maybe it was because like because there were different directors. Maybe. I can't use Snyder's whole ending because I'm the director now, and the ending is always supposed to be my shit. Now, nah, bro, Steppenwolf looked like a villain from Angel. <laughs> <laughs> that did make him look more human in the in the in the Justice League cut. I, say, I wouldn't even. Buffy was better. You're so, you're so right. <laughs> you just look like a. You look like an ex vampire from Angel. With yeah. Some- Holy shit! You're so right with like a rock. I was like. Josh, you don't you don't have any creativity at all. Yeah, dude, it was just not even. Dude, it wasn't. It was like the ending of Justice League was just a blip, which is the blip on the radar. This fucking ending ruled, bro. 
And I, I fucking love, I, we talked about it before, we'll talk about it again when fucking Barry Allen, he gets shot randomly. I don't, like, that's whatever, right? I and mean, then he doesn't have the speed force energy anymore and he fucking fails. He fucking fails, dude. And then everything gets fucking destroyed and he, like, the fucking trips. planet gets destroyed. Yeah, he trips and then all of a sudden the earth is gone. And he's like, fuck. All right, now you gotta break that rule. You gotta break that rule. For this, you gotta break the rule. It's his boyish charm, right? He's like, I'm too young. I, we open the movie with him apologizing for being late. I'm so sorry I'm late. I'm so sorry I'm late. There was like an old lady. She was putting change very slowly. Yeah. And he's always late. He is like the teenager who's always late. That is something we have to grow out of in our lifetime. He yeah. is late to the party at the very end of the movie. And he's like, it's on my back now. So he has to revert time. Zack Snyder fully thinks things through. I just yeah. told you the dark side with the Superman thing. Yeah. These are ideas that are fully thought through. Like I put this, there's a reason why Barry Allen's late in the beginning. There's a reason why he's immature and, you know, doesn't have his shit together. But for this moment, he has to, he has to get his shit together because the fate of the world is literally in his hands. And he's the only one that can do this. He's the only okay. one that has the power to re rerun time to fix it. Uh, yeah, and it and it plays. It's so fuck yes, absolutely. Like that, the, the that whole sequence is gorgeous. It is it is gorgeous cinema. It, it, it is the thing we fucking live and die and breathe movies for. It, it is just it is pure story and visual feast. Um, and like, and like you said, I, like you just made it better for me when you just explained that <laughs> him just like in every step brings back the earth and like, and then he comes back and actually does the thing and Superman. And like when fucking, when, when, when cyborg has the energy after Barry Allen does it, he's just Superman and he joins him to break apart the mother boxes. It's just so fucking good, man. I, I don't think it's in Zack Snyder's version. I can't remember, but like the justice league. Cyborg's only like redeeming line after like I, he he gets three redeeming lines in the whole movie and one of his re redeeming lines is you know we're gonna cut the whole black guy story out but he gets the redeeming line of I don't even it hurts my toes how is that even possible <laughs> and I'm like that's bullshit that you gave him that line bullshit, <laughs> it's a good yeah. line you know because he's like oh it, it hurts it even hurts my toes and I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Cyborg was just laughing. You know, they're both laughing. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I, Cyborg was definitely given the short stick in the Justice League cut for sure. Um, so I think, man, I think we did it. Uh, I think we both agree that the Snyder cut is is good. It is a great movie. Could have been cut a little bit. I don't know what the two and a half hour version of this movie looks like. Um, I don't like. I think we probably. Get that random Martian Manhunter cut. <laughs> that was less sea shanties. Less sea shanties for sure, for sure. Um, de definitely less like introduction of characters as well. I'd imagine, but I, I think this would have still ruled. That ending, bro, makes it all for me. I think with that ending, I would have been satisfied in the theater, for sure. Oh, I want to mention this last thing because because um, like I said, the the ending is the reason I was okay with Zack Snyder with this movie. The visual of all of their bodies coming back together as they're being obliterated was oh, yeah. just fuck, 
creepy. You would not have gotten that in the theaters, I don't think. I think that was that's a, that's a little rated R. The little rated R. But it was creepy and weird. I fucking was all in for it, bro. Um, let's talk about the, the just the, the epilogue a little bit, the ending ending of it. So um, another thing that wouldn't have just because I have to, I'll feel bad if I don't mention this, but I just wanted to see a comment if horses were hurt during the making of this movie. <laughs> he like throws like five horses at one woman. That's true. <laughs> I know. After fucking murdering all the Amazonians, like a quarter of the Amazonians, we, we completely, you know, got rid of the whole. That's building. true, man. That's some Zack Snyder darkness right there, but too. Like, he took five ropes with horses on them and he threw them at us. <laughs> <one woman>. like, <laughs> were animals hurt during this movie, man? Like, Probably scared. not. But yeah, but but Zack Snyder don't give a fuck, bro. Amazons are going to have a lot of glue. That's horrible. Oh, God. Before we end it, I just like, we, epilogue, we should. Epilogue. epilogue. We should talk about the epilogue. Um, like, again, Cyborg. His character is the fucking heart of this movie. It ends with him actually recreating the voice of his father and then playing it, and it becomes the... It's just, it's just so good. It's minutia. It's fucking plot being brought together um, with everything being closed up. With the night I didn't even know they still made those tape players. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> thought we'd just use cell phones. Yeah, or an email. <laughs> Shit like that. It's just, it's just really well done. And then um, I, I, I want to talk about the vision, right? right. <laughs> the vision scene. Where we get our boy Jared Leto back, <laughs> right? Um, I, I want to see the fuck out of that movie. I want to see the fuck out of that movie. I don't know if I particularly liked it a lot. I think the interactions between the characters was really, really, really interesting. And I think could have played out into a really amazing and interesting plot. I just, I like Jared Leto a lot. I just don't know if I like his Joker. I don't like. No. I, just, I, I feel like there's something missing. There's there's a bit of his character that's missing. There's there's something. I don't know. Uh, I liked that. There was something that we didn't get that the fans didn't get in the uh, the Endgame movies. And that was like, they showed it, you know, they showed a brief moment, like, you know, the, the rest of the heroes that were left behind get to fight, but they never were like a team. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I really liked that idea that like, we even have to get, we have to get two bad guys. Like we have to get two guys from Suicide Squad just to fight. If we're going to take on Superman, I don't think we could. Yeah. You know? And like all the... You know all the movies, the the Dark Knight, uh, the Dark Knight um, Returns movies came back to me. I was like, "Are we going to need a Kryptonite Arrow? Do we need to get Arrow back in this? Like, are we going to be able to like, you know, stab Superman just to get some sort of like, some sort of like um, advantage on him? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is Joker the only thing that we can get to really get some sort of trickery advantage against Superman? Like. What happened to Aquaman? Like, 
she's mad. <laughs> like, yeah, she's mad. Yeah. I'm like, didn't Deadshot just want to like, yeah, kill Batman? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's something that's been bothering me, Arnie, and maybe you can help me out with this. But like, I overthink. Obviously, you, you've just noticed from this whole thing, I, I overthink movies. Um, that's not Barry Allen. <laughs> that's not. That guy has a goatee. He's wearing huh. a different suit. He does not look like um, Ezra. He does not look like Ezra in the Flash costume. Huh. I don't know. He, I, has, he has a little bit of a goatee. I saw the goatee. And he looks a little different. I, and, and we never see him without a mask. So, so I just want to know, is that a stunt double? And like that's supposed to be Ezra Miller? I'm pretty sure, I think I heard from reports that that scene was reshot for the Snyder Cut. Or some of it at least. Could I just, could I believe what my heart wants to believe? And that is because Joker even says it, he's like, you're the one that fucks up all these timelines, Batman. And I'm like, oh, alternate, you don't want to timeline, die. alternate timeline where, where Batman <laughs> helps Darkseid in that whole thing, like the whole movie was just nixed. <laughs> like <laughs> timeline, that's that's what's happening right now. Like same moment. We succeeded, we didn't succeed. <laughs> I love that line. I, I do I do say this, man. There, like I don't know how much I care for Jared Leto's Joker. I do like his dialogue, and there's some things that in his dialogue are like, really fucking badass. Like, like you you just pointed out to one of them. Right. And then and like, cause that seems that's such a fucking crazy, awesome, cool line where he says to Batman, how many timelines are there where the world is destroyed because you're too afraid to die? Or yeah. How many people do you have to see die before you die yourself? And I'm yes. like, or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We'll make it between the two of us. But like, damn, man, like, I'm like, holy shit, man. Who gave you that line, Jerry? Yeah. You didn't have a line like that for all of the movies you did. <laughs> no, dude. No, dude. No, dude. That that was a badass line. Like I like. I, I think Heath Ledger came back from the grave and gave him that line. Like Maybe. whispered it in his ear. <laughs> <laughs> sure, man. I fucking like. <laughs> I the, but yeah the the injustice movie which that that is that is injustice if you don't know anything about the comic books that's that's one hundred percent injustice in the future where like Batman's bad I mean Superman's bad and Batman has to fucking destroy him like I want to fucking see that movie it looks fucking dope. And obviously that would have been the part two of the Snyder. Of yeah. The Snyder I mean, movie. and like, I don't know if I want to see it. I don't know if I wanted to, I don't know. Like even right now, I just don't know if I want to see the full Zack Snyder version, the too dark Zack Snyder version. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, yeah. I would have loved to see the, the people who made like um, Mad Max take a, a spin on it or something, you know, like George Miller making injustice. Holy <laughs> shit. He was supposed to make a justice league movie. Yeah. A long fucking time ago, with like Army Hammer being Batman, it it, it was about to happen, about it, right? You know, like because because uh, what what always gets me is like you know there's there's other people ruling the world, you know, there's different all the bad yeah. guys are all everywhere. Yeah. Now. I mean, like oh you have to God. create a world. It's a world that you create. Yeah, man, I want to see a George Miller Injustice movie. Now that you just said that, really Arnie, I just want to apologize for interrupting you so much this this one, but I, I got a little too excited sometimes. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's cool. It's all good. It's all great. It's all good content, man. This was fun. <laughs> this is good, man. This was good. This was fun. I'm was high. On, I'm high on Justice League right now. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
I, I, I will say this, this, whatever Injustice movie we would have gotten from Zack Snyder, I think the ending Oof. of whatever that movie was going to be would pale in comparison with the ending of what this movie gave us. I I just want, I want Warner Brothers, I demand Warner Brothers give Zack Snyder $50 million to just make the last 15 minutes of that movie. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I just want to see the ending. Can we? <laughs> yeah, that's all I want to see. Just release the storyboards so that I can see what the fuck that ending it's was like, going to be. When it's the written. Cook show, hey, when the cook show says, look, we're going to saute some onions, and I already have some sauteed onions down here. <laughs> like, <that's the> <laughs> it's, 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 it's in the can somewhere. That script is written. That storyboard is done. There is a Bible for that movie somewhere. And I just want to. Oh, fuck, man. Imagine. I'd love to see because. Um, uh, all this research, I saw so many of Zack Snyder's little artistic renderings, his little like scrapbook yeah. scenes. And I'm like, these are so beautiful, man. Like I'm going to buy the coffee table book whenever it comes out. Like, yeah, just, just Warner Brothers release, just release the sketches and storybooks. You'll make money. You'll make money. Just show us. Fuck. Even release it as a comic book series. The, the fucking Zack Snyder justice league part two. Just, just do it, please. Just, I just want to see the story beats that he would have done to create the ending of that movie. I, 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 I want to see. I'd like to see DC get rid of. I'd like to see DC. Just give, give DC away. Like, I'm sorry, Warner Brothers, give DC away. Mm. You, you did not do anything good with it. Like, I'm sorry. I have to, I have to agree with you there, and I think we should take this moment, um, to, to tell, um, Warner Brothers. You don't know how to make a comic book movie. And the only thing saving you is that you have hired creative people who know how to do creative things with Preach. a story. Um, you do not understand comic books. Amen. You, are, you hire people who don't understand comic books. And you are saved because the creative people you do hire know how to make a movie. And, and they know how to pluck from comic book stories to, to, to bring something together. I like Zack Snyder. I do. Um, I don't think he knows how to write dialogue. Um, I don't think that he uh, knows how to create a plot that is filled with nuance in a way that informs the story and the action. Um, this movie is absolutely saved by the fucking Blitzkrieg ending that Jesus puts God. everything together. And it's, and, it's, and it's only saved because it is a four-hour-long movie. <laughs> this is a four-hour-long movie. Zack Snyder couldn't have told this in two and a half hours. He couldn't have done it. At two, I'm, I'm, I was watching some scenes from it, and I, where I'm paused right now is at two hours and 42 minutes, at two hours and 40 minutes, is when Superman is reborn. Good God. <laughs> this movie is only amazing because it's four hours long. In two and a half, think about it, if he it was given the two and a half movies, like think of it if you just got from the beginning to two and a half minutes. It's like, well, um, that ending was just really weird. They planned on bringing Superman back, but uh, we never got around to it. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's, yeah, he can't do it, man. I mean, this... He, he, he can't tell this story in two and a half four hours. hours. It's yeah. four hours, man. This story has been told in fucking 20 pages of comic book. <laughs> it can be done. 
Uh, Warner Brothers, you you just need to do what Marvel does. Like you brought in Joss Whedon because Marvel hired him. Why did fucking Marvel hire Joss Whedon? Because he's a comic book writer who has lived and breathed in the medium for over fucking three decades. Marvel and hires comic book people to make comic book movies. And you know, like when something's stretched out, like Zack Snyder stretched this bitch out. Yeah. And no matter how many wrinkles you put in it, like if you can't, you can't make it back. You can't make it back to smaller. Like there was yeah. already so much, like, unless you wanted to, I think uh, Ben Affleck said it, like Ben Affleck said, just because Josh Whedon came in, like he, he can't change. He can only change 10, 20% of the movie. Like he can't change everything. And that's so true because he couldn't change so many of the bigger plot lines. Yeah. By cutting scenes and, and, you know, doing this, he couldn't unless he wanted to reshoot the whole movie. So it still needed to be long and the, he needed to create plot holes because it needed to be shorter Yeah, because it was so stretched out. I mean, like, it was poison to begin with. You should have just let Zack Snyder do it in two takes. You should have just said part one, part two, released them. You should have matrix revolutioned it and, you know, <laughs> released them six months apart. No, like I thought that was great. Release them six months apart. We don't that even was the ending. I mean, yeah. like Neo was on the bed. Superman could have been on the bed. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's the yeah, same thing. It's, it's, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Who did that? Warner Brothers. <laughs> like Warner Brothers did that. Also, yeah, War, like Warner Brothers, you just you you're the reason this you're the reason there was a Snyder cut. Okay, you're the reason why your movies have not done well. You're the re just just give the creatives who have made comic books. Yeah. Forever. These stories have been written forever. Also, like side note, for some fucking reason, Warner Brothers have been wanting to kill Superman for fucking decades. I don't know what your obsession with killing Superman is. Like Zack Snyder saved you by making it cool, but like your obsession with wanting to kill Superman—that's the fucking reason we haven't gotten a good Superman movie in over fucking ten years. I don't. Whatever. Snyder cut rules. You literally could just remake the ones from the seventies, and I'd I'd be a happy man if you Star Wars them. Where you know, like you just did a Force Awakens, <laughs> whatever. Just do the Richard Donner movies. <laughs> just do the fucking, you know. That's what I'm saying. Like, just yeah. remake them. Remake them with new people, new yeah. concepts. Like everything would be fun. Instead, you brought Mike Boring. I'm sorry. I love Michael Shannon as an actor. He's a great dramatic actor. Yeah. But damn, man, I fell asleep during that Jarrell scene, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. Goodness. Yeah. I, I, you know, yeah, it's just. What? Yeah. yeah. You're, you're lucky that Zack Snyder had four hours to do this movie. Speaking of a uh, shout out to British actors, you know, we've been giving shout outs to British actors. Yeah. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Yep. Henry Cavill. Whenever he talks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's a British. He's British as hell. All of our fucking amazing super superheroes have been shout British. Out to British people. Um, Apparently, Amber Heard was British in the Zack Snyder version, but not. Oh, that's right. That's right. You, she was. Yeah, she totally had an accent. I caught that too, and I didn't even Way realize. That. And I was like, that's why she did her... about. Man, she's okay. just hotter. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, shout out to the weirdness of like Warner Brothers movies having just like drama. Like, I don't know, you fucking. 
um, obviously the character, obviously the cyborg, his drama, the Amber Heard drama, and also the the Flash drama. I don't know if you've heard about the Flash drama. There's drama with the Flash too. Um, it's just weird. Like, all these actors are in Warner Brothers movies, and they have like off-screen drama. Yeah. Well, what was the Flash drama though? So he he literally shoved a woman to the ground at a bar, and it was caught on camera. Ezra Miller at a bar in some European country shoved a woman to the ground. She was drunk and it was is a thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. And then, you know, (laughs) Tiger Woods, he went all Tiger Woods with his wife. Right. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 All these these Buffy fans, they wanted me. I didn't know how to control myself. Like, what the hell? (laughs) I don't know, dude. Warner Brothers has some darkness. Some darkness somewhere inside their places. Um, anyway, we did it. We did it. Justice League Snyder Cut. Uh, we, we 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 talked about it at length for almost an hour and a half. Uh, thank you, thank you so much for watching. Please, our our review is like is gonna be the fucking kinetic kinetic cut. <laughs> <laughs> we could have two cuts of it, right? The kinetic cut. extended. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're releasing all of it. All of it. Everyone's going to see it. We're pulling the Zack Snyder first. We're going to put that out into the world. <laughs> um, please like, subscribe. Please interact with us. What did you think of the Snyder Cut? Did you think that, that Zack Snyder could pull this off in two and a half hours in a theatrical experience? Um, what did you think about Cyborg's extended cut? Do you think that uh, Ezra Miller was a good Flash? Just talk to us. We really appreciate yeah, it. Is a great director. <laughs> um, I have a little side project called the Arnadia Show. I'm going to be releasing some content pretty soon. It's independent journalism. Yeah. Uh, anything to say to the good people, my man, before we sign it off? Just what we always say, right? Like, uh, go watch a damn movie. Go watch a damn movie.